everyone, it's Leslie and Keith here again, and President of the Board of Directors at the Lipedema Project and Director of Research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from a presentation that Siobhan Huggins and I did for Keto Chow. It was a meetup that was held in Draper, Utah on July 15, 2023. Keto Chow has been a sponsor of several Lipedema Simplified events, and Siobhan and I really like their products. In this excerpt, Siobhan talks about recent studies that have examined the effectiveness of a ketogenic diet for symptoms of lipedema. I wanted to focus a little bit on the studies on keto for lipedema. How surprised is anyone that there are multiple studies, like not just one, but like half a dozen at this point. It's awesome. So I kind of went through each of them and I wanted to know what the commonalities were because replication in science is a big deal. And... Granted, it's not the same exact thing every time, but this is a ketogenic diet or a low-carb diet being implemented by different teams across the world. What was the crossover that we see? And along with weight loss, that was a commonality. We can also see that in three out of four of the studies that looked at it, there were thigh circumference reductions. So as Leslin mentioned, the reduction in lipedema areas, you don't usually see that with diets, but we're seeing it with ketogenic diets reductions in hip circumference as well, so that's another potentially impacted area. Reductions in waist circumference, that may actually play into metabolic health, but we're also seeing that, which is good. So you may not only be seeing improvement in lipedema areas, but also, you know, if you also have obesity or overweight, you may see improvements in that too. Additionally, we're seeing improvements in quality of life. So both studies that looked at this saw improvements. And then pain, three studies looked at it, Three studies found improvement in pain from a ketogenic diet. That's a big deal. So let's look at a couple of these. These are like my three favorite children, even though I had nothing to do with them. So this is called the Lipodiet study. It's out of Norway. It was kind of one of the first ones, and they decided they wanted to do this kind of pilot trial. So you can see that it is only nine women. You tend to start out small, see what you can see, and then expand from there. So they did seven weeks of a ketogenic diet, followed by six weeks of calorie-matched standard Nordic fare. That was around 200 grams of carbs. So kind of ketogenic diet and then high-carb diet. The other interesting thing about this (laughs) is that they actually made the ketogenic diet to not induce weight loss in these women. They lost 10 pounds anyway, (laughs) which I find kind of funny. So they did see that reduction in hips circumference. The interesting aspect about this is that they saw reductions in pain from the ketogenic diet. They flip over to the Nordic diet, which is a high carb diet, and the pain returned to baseline levels, but they didn't gain weight. So it seems like with the ketogenic diet, the pain reduction aspect may not be related to weight loss. And I kind of like to flip that a little bit and thinking if there is someone with lipedema who is actually already very thin, maybe they don't actually need to lose weight, even if they have that fat deposition in lipedema areas, they may still benefit in terms of pain reduction. Okay, next up, (laughs) this was the study from surgeons, and this is a case series, so not a controlled trial or anything like that, but they're reporting kind of what they saw in their own practice that they felt was novel. And in this case, they were talking about kind of between a low-carb and keto spectrum. So anti-inflammatory, low-carbohydrate or ketogenic diets were used. 
Manual lymph drainage was also used, antioxidant supplementation, and then aquatic exercise. So again, they were getting that comprehensive care going on. And what they found, I mean, this is before surgery, and then the last one is after. And the reason I like to focus on this one, again, improvement in quality of life, but if you feel like surgery is right for you, then you can still get your body in the best shape as possible before you undergo that trauma. And you can reduce potentially the amount you're going to need to take out from that liposuction. So that's less of a stressor as well. And then you can go into the surgery in your best health possible, get that done, and then go back on this supporting diet, all of that stuff. And imagine how much of a difference that is on the body compared to going in blind. And they actually say in this paper, surgery should not be done in lipedema during the inflammatory phase. They actually want people to do this because it means better outcomes, an easier time of it, it's gentler on the body. So again, when we're looking at different modalities that we can use, including surgery, it is part of a larger piece that we wanna make sure we're taking care of. This one um, is interesting because it's looking at low carb, high fat versus moderate carb, moderate fat. And it's like, okay, is it, you know, what is it about the ketogenic diet? Can we get as good results with just lowering carbs a little? In this one, both groups actually did see improvements. So you can see reductions in visceral fat, reductions in percent body fat, reductions in weight, reductions in measurements, all of this stuff but the ketogenic diet group did better. And I don't want to use this study to say, and ketogenic diets are your only option because anything else is subpar. No, instead I look at this like, and if you reduce carbs a little bit, you can still get improvement. So this is actually an excellent stepping stone. If you're not ready to go into keto off the bat, if that's overwhelming for you, if you've gone through a gajillion diets already and you just do not wanna do that again, you can take little steps and still see things improving. That's what I like to focus on with this one. And that is typically what we see as well. And oh, by the way, I'll point out, this is very low carb. So they say low carb. Low carbon studies can be like anything, but this was actually about ketogenic levels. So again, ketogenic therapies really are really, really powerful for lipedema. Are they for everyone? I don't think so. I don't think everybody needs it, but I think it should be discussed and offered to people off the bat to say there is evidence for this. There's a lot of evidence for this. Anecdotal case series studies, just implementing it and seeing improvement again and again and again. This is consistent. The lower the carb, the more effective. That seems to be, I mean, this is an initial study, so it would need to be repeated and bigger numbers and all of that. But interestingly, we do also have some people in our community who went carnivore even after they were keto and still saw more improvement. So maybe relating to the carbs, maybe relating to just food sensitivities, nutrition, bioavailability, tons of stuff with carnivore. But yeah, we do see that even to that point. We see lots of improvements in a lot of things, primarily weight, measurements, pain, quality of life. And one study also indicated they did see improvements in swelling as well from keto. So that's important to mention. 
And then anecdotally from the ketogenic lipedema communities that we have, we do often hear about improved swelling, fewer flares, less intense, less of that bursting at the seams feeling. We hear about talking about improved tissue texture, so their fat is softer and more jiggly like fat should be, less fibrosis in the tissue basically. Improvements in fatigue, so that's another one that pops up with lipedema a lot. And we can see improvements in that, improvements in brain fog, improvements in mood. So imagine, <laughs> imagine having a chronic condition and then also struggling with chronic depression. Not an easy thing to do, but the good news is that ketogenic diets are also being studied for things like depression, bipolar, all of those other things that can make your life a gajillion times more complicated. Metabolic Mind is doing a ton of stuff into it if you want to look into it at all, but we're seeing it in lipedema patients as well. Thank you, Siobhan. That was incredible information. It is amazing how many studies there have been in the last five years that looked at the usefulness of a ketogenic diet for symptoms of lipedema. Thank you for presenting that. And I'd like to give a big thank you to all of you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes that become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing.